This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Get ready. You're tuned in to Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely Tea, bringing you the hottest trending topics on social media. Stay connected. Instagram.com slash Lovely Tea 2002. Hey, you guys. Welcome to another episode of Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely Tea. Hey, you guys, I hope you guys are doing good. Happy Sunday. So I wanted to come on here and do a podcast. A lot of people are buzzing about this. A lot of folks are talking about the whole drama with Logic and Joe Budden. So if you guys don't know, I've been a fan of Logic for years. I've done, you know, videos on him, even gone live and talked about when he was going through his divorce with his wife. And I was like, there will be no Logic slander in the chat box. I've been a fan of Logic for a long time. And I really like him. I love his aura. I love his energy. That young man has been through so much in his life. And for him to be as positive and as well-rounded as he is, is a blessing and is very, very rare. And especially in the rap industry that he's in that can be so toxic, you know, just demonic, low vibrational. For him to constantly try to put on a brave face, make positive music, make music that makes people think, um... To me, it has just made me respect him so much as an artist. And I know the song that made me really fall in love with his work was the 1-800 song that he came out with featuring Khalid and Alyssa Cara. And um, that was just a really deep song, especially for somebody as myself who has suffered from depression and, you know, suicidal thoughts and all that stuff that I talked about over the years. So that was amazing to have somebody put all of that into not only a song, but into visual form. So what's going down with Logic is this. Back on July 25th, I had posted on Instagram, you know, that basically Logic was retiring and he had took to social media and he broke down crying. He's one of those rappers. He has no problem showing his raw emotions. And that's something that you just do not really see in hip hop. And that's sometimes frowned upon. But I respect that. You know, I respect when somebody can take away their persona and you just see them in human form and you just see them just basically being themselves, not being the rapper logic, but being the man Bobby. OK, so I really respected that. I, I want you guys to go ahead and listen to a snippet of his retirement right here. I appreciate you all. I bid you farewell. And as always, I'm obediently yours. I won't be on the Internet for the first time in my career. Because it hurts me. And every time I release an album, I just wanted to be loved. And this time I don't check the internet because I finally love myself. So thank you so much. And as always, peace, love, and positivity. I love you. I appreciate you. And I'll see you in other endeavors. I am off to be a good father. Thank you. 
All right, so you guys just heard his retirement speech. So, of course, that went viral, and a lot of people were talking about this. And um, once again, Joe Budden, who for some reason has, like, this underlying beef with Logic, okay, who is probably one of the most unproblematic rappers out there. But Joe Budden sees him as easy prey. Joe Budden is constantly trying to bully him. And so he goes on and he starts making fun of Logic's retirement. And even before this, he has said a lot of things in the past, you know, hinting that Logic is not black enough and, you know, just really throwing shade at him, even saying that his whole album was about him being biracial. When that's simply false, he's only had two songs about him being biracial. Even though you would think that most people are joking about this, some of them actually do believe that Logic has talked about being biracial on all of his eight projects that he's dropped since 2010. And one of those people that does actually believe this is none other than Joe Budden. Cole and Drake have both rapped about those two things and it's been fine what what's wrong with logic logic has an entire album about it okay that's number one don't listen to it he's had a few albums about it now notice how joe budden said that logic had a few albums about being biracial even though logic has only ever rapped about being biracial on one of his albums and this goes to show that even someone of authority who is a media outlet will get their facts wrong and people will speak on things they don't have all the facts about even joe budden Anytime he's talked about his biracial struggle has just been like in podcast form or in interviews where the interviewee has brought up his light complexion. But with you saying that you're biracial, yeah. but you kind of look like you'd be a fifth member of the Blackstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys, I should say. <laughs> the Blackstreet well, Black Black Boys. Boys. Not the Black. I messed up my whole setup. But um, how mm. are you? What are your thoughts with using the word nigga? Mm. It's a word that I use personally amongst my family or my friends because, you know, that's a circle that, that I was raised in. Um, it's natural, you know what I'm saying? Because I was raised in a black family. That's, that's you know, that's all I know. However, I don't necessarily use this word uh, in in a public uh, manner such as this. Uh, well, at least without addressing it first, mm-hmm. because that's just ignorant. Like if I'm walking down the street talking about, oh, what's up, nigga? Da-da, somebody's gonna fuck me up because right. I look white. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So but <laughs> exactly, you know what I mean. But if well, but, just when you said it right there, I almost punched you. <laughs> you know, but go ahead. But then it's like, oh wait, okay, all right. I realize underneath. Nah, but uh, nah. <laughs> if you guys don't know, Logic has a very light skinned father. His father may have some mixed ancestry in him as well. His mother is a white woman. Logic looks very, very racially ambiguous to look at him. To me, he looks like a white man. OK, let me keep that real. Sandy brown hair, blue eyes. Um, he, he very much looks very white or racially ambiguous, but he does have a black father. A 14 year old European boy. <laughs> <laughs> You know I got swag. <laughs> yeah, my dad definitely did have swag, for sure, back in the day. I mean, he got a lot of women pregnant, so obviously. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, bottom line is, he see, he keeps his in his pants like he's supposed to. Yeah, see? I can't say it. Because he can't. Uh, no, he, that's what it is. All right, this is what it is. Like, motherfuckers look at me, and this is why it's so, it's so great, because I, I represent myself well, you know what I'm saying? I talk with character and respect, and I walk with it, uh, uh, like grace and, and whatever. So it's like, I don't smoke weed, I don't drink, I don't run around in the streets. I don't be fucking a million bitches. I don't this. And it's like, it's kind of sad to say, but it's because I saw it in my family. I saw it yeah. happen. So it's like, I saw my brothers hustling and being in the streets and, you know what I'm saying, running around with guns and fucking different bitches and getting people pregnant. I saw my sisters getting pregnant and having kids at 14, 15 years old. I saw, you know, what addiction did to my father. I saw what it did to my mother. And I think everybody in the family saw that and kind of followed it like they went in, in the yeah. last steps of, of you know smoking weed or drinking or running in the streets or this or that because that was the only example we had yeah. that's the only thing we saw but for whatever reason I don't know what it is I think it's just God 
that I saw that happen. And just with me, I was like, this is what I'm not supposed to do. Right, exactly. You know and, so, and, that's, and that's that's a real big proud moment that I have. I always say I'm proud of you because that's one thing. And I didn't used to like coax, try to coax you into it. It was just like, it was inevitable for us. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I it was inevitable. You got to do and he was raised in a very abusive household. His father was on drugs. His brother sold drugs to the father. The mother was a trip. She was out here prostituting herself. And anytime she got mad at Logic, she would call my types of niggers. She even attempted to kill the little boy, okay, when he was a child. I mean, he has been through so much abuse. He's seen so much just horrible shit in his childhood. The fact that he's still standing and he's still as positive as he is, it just shows the true testament to who Logic is, okay? And that's one thing I really respect about him. So, of course, you know, Joe Budden has cracked jokes on him and stated that he's not black enough and, you know, even went in on his whole retirement. So I'm going to go ahead and play you guys these clips. Go ahead and check this out. While discussing Logic's retirement with co-hosts Jamil Clay and Rory Farrell, Budden mercilessly mocked the Def Jam artists. Logic, you don't get to announce this. <laughs> Why not? Every other rapper's done it. <laughs> what the fuck is he talking about? Why? Because we don't care. Rory then tried to point out how Logic's announcement received over a million likes on Instagram. Button reacted by turning the number into a joke. Yes, they do. He sells man no, records. It's a million likes no, on this picture. No, Somebody cares. I know they're happy that he's leaving. Why you think? <laughs> why, why you think I got the fucking celebration song queued up, man? Oh my god! <laughs> While his co-host tried to play devil's advocate, Button continued to insult Logic. Logic, give my guy some bail, Logic, man. Logic, he said, sold a ton of records. He has a lot of fans. He sells out mad. Oh, the, you should have retired a long time ago, Logic. For Who what? cares? He also made jokes about the cover art for Logic's final album and referred to the soon-to-be former rapper as Trash. Budden, who once called Logic easily one of the worst rappers to ever grace a microphone, then made it clear his harsh assessment still stands. Get Logic the f*** out of here. showing he's hey, no hey, hey, And this is not personal. No, it's personal. Not, it no, it's not. He feels personal. He is. It's personal. He is and has been horrible for a long time. <laughs> horrible, in Joe's opinion. Okay, that's fair. No, as a rapper, he could be the greatest guy in the world, like Vince Staples tells me. Everybody that met him tells me that he's awesome. very nice guy. This is not a personal attack on a, who he is he as a, a person. Did a birthday shout out for my little. I, and check this out. I'm listening to this album. Take that. You ain't going to try and get your retirement bars off on right, the but low. If, if it's dope, you going to say it's dope? 100%. All right, cool. Last Thursday, July 16th, Logic revealed he would be retiring from rap after releasing his sixth studio album on July 24th. Since then, he's already plotted out his post-music life by inking a seven-figure deal with Twitch. Okay, so you guys just heard that. So, you know, there's a lot of nuances to this whole situation, you know, let, let's keep that real. Now, I've said this time and time again, that a lot of males in hip hop, they love to perpetuate colorism. And I don't care if it's between females or men. You have Charlemagne the God. I've spoken about this in the past where he loves to go in on DJ Envy and call him waffle colored and everything else. He did actually come come back afterwards and apologize and said that, that he's light skinned and he's, he's sensitive all the time, mm -hmm. which is something you've said. Absolutely. Waffle-colored Negroes are emotional. Waffle-colored Negroes are nothing but feelings. That the, the yellow emoticon that has tears coming out of it, that represents light-skinned people. Yeah? Yeah. So I'm included in that? No, you're white. 
Okay, so that's different. Waffle colored. Waffle colored. Beige. Beige. Khaki colored are light-skinned people. Okay, so that would be Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Drake. Drake. Tiger. Beige. Oh. August Alcina? Nah. Nah. Not August. Okay. Nah. Envy. Envy. Yeah. They're yellow. They're khaki colored. He's included in that. Absolutely. Um, Sensitive for no reason. I didn't like the Chris Brown thing, though. A lot of these black men in hip hop love to perpetuate colorism. They love to go in on black women, especially if they're dark skin, and talk about their mannish features or, you know, throw up memes clowning them and making fun of them. In the same breath, these same men will clown light skin and biracial men in hip hop and say they're not black enough or they don't see them as equals, but then they have no problem chasing women with the same features. So the whole situation to me is very, very hypocritical because one, one, Joe Budden, if people were to talk about Sin Santana the way that he talks about logic, he'd be in his feelings. I don't consider Sin Santana black. To me, she's racially ambiguous. She's a Dominican woman. You know, a lot of people could pinpoint this and that about her and say she's not black enough. And Joe would be in his feelings and he'd probably come out and say, you know, why she is black. And, you know, she does have African ancestry because of the diaspora and all that other mess. But when it comes to logic, he doesn't see him in the same light. And this is my issue with a lot of people in hip hop. They love to pick and choose who they deem is black, who they deem is worthy. Now, and it also goes back to the features of these men. Let's take a look at J. Cole. Many people did not even know J. Cole was biracial until, I don't know, recently. But J. Cole has a white mom. He doesn't have that typical biracial look. You know, when people think of biracial, they think of certain phenotypes. J. Cole has very kinky hair. You know, he just looks like a light-skinned black man. So a lot of people put him more in the black category, just like with Barack Obama. He also is biracial, but because he has more black features, most people put him more in the black category. So for some people, they just look at Drake as a biracial. They don't put him in either box, right? But with logic, he looks more like a white man. Okay, let's keep that real. Phenotypically, he looks more white. He has the blue eyes, you know, the sandy brown hair, like I said earlier. So most people in hip hop tend to just put him in the other or the white category. But all of these people have the same admixture for the most part, you know. So it's very interesting how these features on Logic People deem him as a white boy and not black enough. But if these same features were on a female, oh, you couldn't tell these same rappers shit. Okay, if the same female was Logic's color, had Logic's hair texture, blue eyes, oh, she'd be the melanin goddess, queen mother earth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, they'd be fawning over her. But when those same features are on a boy, it's an issue. Case in point, do y'all remember when Drake's pictures first came out of his son? The Internet went crazy. They assumed that Drake's son, for some reason, would look more black, which is just funny to me because Drake is biracial and the baby's mother is a white woman from France. Why would y'all think the child would look black? But Drake's son comes out with blonde curly hair and bright blue eyes. Even Drake's goofy ass was shook and made the baby mother take not one but three DNA tests, which I find very, very insulting. But, you know, it's so funny that when those features once again come out on a little boy, everybody clowns them. And makes fun of them. And they're not black enough. They're not this. They're not that. But trust and believe if Drake's son was a daughter and she came up with those same features, 
Oh my goodness, the internet, especially black hip hop, would be googly eyed behind her. Oh, she's so cute. Look at her curls. Look at her blue eyes. Oh my gosh, she's so adorable. But because it's a boy, it's like, you know, the record scratch. And everybody's like, what the fuck is this? You know, and it's like, that is just so crazy to me how hypocritical people are. You know, and let's not forget uh, Goofy YG. You know, he's the same one who stood up there at Nipsey Hussle's funeral and gave both of them props for having light-skinned daughters. I'm like, look, bro, we got we got some light-skinned, pretty girls we got to raise. We in trouble, my What we going to do? You know what I'm saying? So it's so funny that when light-skinned and, you know, more what you want to call white features are on a woman... It's deemed as worthy, it's deemed as beautiful, it's deemed as exotic. But you put those same features on a biracial man or a light-skinned man, he's soft. Oh, he's a pretty boy. He thinks he's all that. He's stuck up. It's all these negative affirmations. It's very strange. Do y'all ever notice that? That when it comes to those same features on a man, it's negative affirmations. But put those same features on a light-skinned, biracial, or ambiguous woman, then it's nothing but positive affirmations. Just like in reverse dark-skinned men are seen as more uh more masculine sexy you know their features their brown skin their brown eyes their noses you know all that is seen as very masculine and it's sexy on a male but if those same features are on a dark-skinned black woman it's nothing but negative affirmations case in point when everybody was dragging ari and Tiana Taylor and saying that their noses look like pit bulls and everything else. But you have black men with those same features and it's cute. You know what I'm saying? Just like black men can have kinky hair, dreadlocks and everything else. And it's seen as sexy and masculine. But if a woman's walking around here with kinky hair, it's unkempt. It looks weird. She needs to pick it out. She needs a wig. You know, it's just all types of, of crazy stuff. So it's very funny how... In the same breath, dark-skinned women and light-skinned men kind of get, you know, the shitty end of the, you know, the racial hierarchy stick, okay? And I just think the whole situation is sad. So, you know, I say all that to say that, you know, today went viral that Logic um, came out and he basically... Um, Because Joe Budden tried to apologize to him. And, you know, he's like, I don't listen to Joe Budden, so I don't really care about his apology. But he went on to say that basically Joe Budden you know, bullying him over the years caused him to feel very suicidal. So I want you guys to go ahead and listen to this clip right here. Have Joe Budden's attacks on you been annoying? Like what, how do you, how do you accept those? Joe is obviously incredibly smart. He's a useful, great voice in the culture. He can also be an asshole. That's kind of part of his charm. Um, But this time he kind of apologized and, and kind of saw that he got it wrong. I've been I've been frustrated by his opinion on this before, but how did you take his sort of critiques of you, if you want to call it that? It's funny because I heard so I've never watched Joe. I just don't because I don't want to subject myself to that shit personally, right? But it's yes. like for him to say whatever he's going to say, no problem, whatever, do your thing. Um, so I didn't see the apology. Um, I also didn't see like his review of the album or any of this. Um, but yeah, I, I was talking to Markman about this. And I literally have no issue with Joe Budden. I've never met him. I don't know him. I've never shaken his hand. We've never had a conversation as men. Um, this is what he does. He doesn't rap anymore. You know what I mean? He, the culture and this and that, and that's cool. I'm not in control of this guy. This dude doesn't like me for whatever reason. He wants to say I'm not black enough. I'm not good enough. That has led, he's a person who's led to part of my depression at some of my darkest spaces. And he can take that however he wants. He can take it as, oh, I'm not in 
bro, your words, they may, they may make people want to kill themselves. Right? Um, and that's a real thing. But to be strong enough to also understand that, like, that's not the end all be all. And other people aren't the end all be all. And I'm not up at night like, oh, my God, I can't sleep. You know what I mean? It's just but what about just how nice you are with the ball? I mean, there is – for me, the frustration is let's just talk about your rapping. Like, you you really have shown time and time again. Your pocket's incredible. Um, you have a great voice. Um, the, the, your beat selection is among the best of anyone over the last decade. Like, I really, I really believe that, bro. Like, you, you – came along you gave me every okay so you guys just heard what um logic had to say so as of yesterday joe budden did respond on twitter and joe budden says logic is reverse bullying me lol and then he also went on to retweet you know some of his fans like one of his fans says joe budden made me want to kill myself he did that for everyone that listened to his music, bro. You're not that special. Shake my head. And then Joe Button replies by saying, laugh my ass off. Can you chill, man? So, you know, Joe Button doesn't care. You know, they've made him the voice of hip hop. Um, his opinion is somehow, <laughs> you know, valid. Um, it's funny how I feel like a lot of this is jealousy. I mean, he's been going in and dragging Logic for years. I feel like a lot of this is jealousy. Logic has gotten way further in the industry than Joe Budden could ever dream of. Let's not forget that 1-800 song that Logic came out with was Grammy nominated back in 2018. So he went very far in his career. He's made tons of money. He's able to retire comfortably. Meanwhile, Joe Budden has went from rapping to reality TV show to just basically gossiping like I do on the internet. So to me, I feel like there's a jealousy there. You know, there's an underlying jealousy there. And then not to mention the fact that, you know, logic is just respected. He's an all-around nice guy. And Joe Budden's persona is more being, you know, like an asshole, being mean. And that's cool. We all have different personas and, you know, we've all been through different things. But because Logic is comfortable just being the nice guy, that seems to irritate Joe Budden's demons. I don't know what I don't know what that's about. He seems to be very irritated with that situation. But I just, you know, I think it's really sad that, you know, we're so quick to go in on men like Logic and others and talk about their features and say that they're not black enough, but then in the same breath, they never keep that same energy for women. You know, so I find that very interesting. Also, for people saying that, oh, Logic is a punk, he needs to get over it, you know, everybody has the right to do commentary, I absolutely agree. Everybody does have the right to do commentary, but there's a way that you can do it, and there's a way to be respectful. Now, it's funny when Logic is calling this out and saying, hey, I don't like the fact that I'm being talked about. This has led me de to depression. This has made me sad, and he's being honest about that. Now, all you see in the comment section of, you know, DJ Academics and on different, you know, hip-hop forums on social media is, oh, he's a punk, he's soft, he needs to grow up, but... Let me remind y'all, when dark-skinned Meek Mill was crying and in his feelings about DJ Academic posting him, and DJ Academics has never said anything foul about him, you know, up until that point, um, 
He was upset. He didn't want DJ Academics, you know, posting him. They got into this whole beef last month and everybody was on um, Meek Mill's side. And they're like, oh, you know, DJ Academics, you need to stop posting him. You let your chat niggas talk shit about Meek and that's messed up. So it's like in one context, when it comes to dark skin Meek Mill, people can understand Meek Mill's feelings and they can understand Meek Mill being upset because every time DJ Academics posts him, his fans just roast him and clown him and talk shit and, you know, go in on his music and and quote six nine but then now all of a sudden when it comes to logic nobody understands why logic is feeling away everybody's saying oh he needs to man up he needs to stop crying but why didn't y'all have the same energy for meek y'all stood alongside meek in solidarity so it's very funny how when you know these men especially these black men in the industry are hurt and especially if they're dark skinned they come together like Voltron and have each other's back but when it comes to somebody like a logic now it's he's a punk he needs to toughen up he's too sensitive uh Joe Button got jokes and honestly DJ Academics before they started beefing was never dissing Meek Mill to the same level that Joe Budden had dissed logic okay if anything, DJ Academics was giving Meek Mill props until Meek Mill just started constantly getting in his feelings about being posted by him. So I also found that really funny that people can see where Meek Mill is coming from and have his back in that sense. I mean, so much so that Freddie Gibbs got involved and got the beefing with DJ Academics. Meek Mill done went on social media and greenlit academics. Uh, DJ Academics came out and said he caught the police on Meek Mill. Honey, it's a bunch of mess. It's a bunch of mess. And it's all behind social media blogging. Y'all go ahead and listen to what DJ Academics had to say about basically calling the police on Meek Mill. Check this out. Okay, guys, so get this. Academics and Meek Mill have been e-beefing for weeks. And now it looks like the controversial media personality is taking some notes from his BFF, Takashi 69 On June 30th, Meek attempted to cancel the Everyday Struggle co-host, tweeting, Academics canceled because he's a bad police and our culture don't need them. He also gassed a lot of beef that got people killed and hurt and never donated a dollar to the culture. We gonna holla at you next run, champ, lol. A few days later, the Dream Chasers founder threatened to Greenlight Act, writing, You just make money off the trenches. Next phase, like Greenlight. Evidently, that's where Act draws the line. While kicking back with 6ix9ine, the Jamaican-born blogger went on video and admitted he called the cops after Meek's perceived threat. Just remember that Meek Mill is nothing but a hypocrite. And again, yo, I don't know if you have issues with 6ix9ine. You clearly do. You don't want to address him. You got issues with Nicki's man. You don't want to address him. You got issues with Nicki. You don't want to address that. Cool. I get it. Ak is supposed to be the dude who like, yo, you could just get everything off on. Cool. I'm just trying to tell you that, bro. Like, I'm just not into being bullied. So if you got like some tough that you have to do, um, Keep it that way. Just stop snitching on yourself. Stop telling the world you're green lighting people and just do what you have to do. Because right now, like, when you say green lighting, I send that to the police. I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, yo, are you green lit? Wait, Meek Mill just told me in front of the world I'm green lit? Okay, here's a cop. Hey, Meek Mill, that's his account. That's his people. Did he say I'm green lit? Are you dumb? So you guys just heard that. That was just three days ago. So I just find it very interesting that, you know, when it comes to the DJ Academic and Meek Mill thing, people are definitely siding with Meek and saying, you know, DJ Academics needs to stop posting them and talking about them. But when it comes to the logic thing, nobody sees where logic is coming from besides me and a few others. You know, so I just want logic to know that he's very much appreciated. When you don't have a big following, when you only have like maybe 100 followers on Twitter or, or Instagram or YouTube, it's very easy to not get it because you're not being pulled so many different ways. You don't have different types of energy coming at you all the time. Once you blow up, 
and you start getting some type of presence, especially on social media, it it's no joke. And it's very easy to dismiss and say, well, it's just words. It's just opinions. But words carry weight. And depending on the words and how they're used, they can affect you. Logic is the type of person he's been through a lot in his life. And he's probably heard his whole life that he wasn't black enough simply because of his features. But then in the same breath, his white mama, who loved to bounce on black dick and prostitute herself, made sure to tell him whenever she was mad at him that he's a nigger. Imagine how conflicted and how that messes with you as a child. So then when you go into a space that you love, people tell you that you're not good enough to be in that space, not because you can't rap, not because you can't select good beats, but because of your features. It's the same thing that dark-skinned women go through. When we want to go up for modeling job or acting jobs and you see the casting call and they say, oh, they want black women, but but you need to look a certain way. So we don't know what that man might be going through just psychologically, what he's been through as a child, what he's been through through his childhood. So to constantly see somebody with a big platform like that, constantly trying to question his blackness and constantly disrespecting his work when we know damn well his work is good. Okay, he's worked with some of the best people in hip hop from from Eminem to Wu-Tang to RZA. A lot of people have co-signed Logic because he's actually a very talented young man. Now, a lot of these same mushmouths, I've never seen them bring Wu-Tang and have Wu-Tang on any of their albums. I've never seen them be able to rap, you know, what I'm saying next to an Eminem. You know, so I, I feel like there's a lot of it is jealousy when it comes to light skin or biracial men in hip hop because they're the ones running it now. You know, this is basically black men being somewhat erased. You know, what I'm saying these this, this second generation and third generation of males that they helped to create, they're replacing them. And I think it makes a lot of black men upset because the biggest names right now in hip hop are light skinned biracial and racially ambiguous men like Logic, Little Pump, um, Trippy red takashi 69 who's not even mixed or black he's full mexican you know and and y'all can say that you know some of them are trash or they're mush mouths or whatever but they have a big fan base they're on the billboards they're taking over and that's just the truth of the matter and i think it bothers a lot of black men especially full black men in hip-hop that one of the top artists in hip-hop is a drake who's a biracial man is a J. Cole, who's a biracial man. Is a Logic, who's a biracial man. I feel like at the end of the day, a lot of this stuff is very divisive. And the internet, like I was stating on Instagram, is just another realm. It's another realm of our existence. And words can hurt and words can touch you. And people, you know, can get so doggish on the internet. Like I've always told you guys before, words, you know, you can cast spells with words. People will literally send you messages, you know, coaxing you to kill yourself, coaxing you. And I mean, just writing bullshit, letting you know that you're not good enough and you're beneath them and you're not shit. I've shown you guys some of the fucking DMs I've gotten. Some of the, you know, messages I've gotten. It's just like, who has time to do this? You know what I'm saying? You have a lot of just evil, wicked people out there. And when you plant seeds, even though it may not be Joe Budden telling him to kill himself or necessarily coming out and saying those derogatory things, but when you plant seeds, you know what I'm saying, and people watch that, then that negativity, those negative people who want to find a reason not to like logic anyways, will take whatever information they listen on Joe Budden's podcast and then run to his social media page and spew all that negativity. And it really happens just like that. I've gone through this, you know what I'm saying, time and time again. That's why my Instagram page is private right now. 
I don't want to deal with low vibrational people. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like when you have a platform, you can be honest. You can have your opinion. But your opinion, one, needs to be based in fact. We need to be adult enough to have a thorough conversation. When you don't like somebody, I want to know why. You can't just pull shit out your ass and say that the person raps about being biracial on every song when they don't. That's a lie. We've already disproven that earlier in the stream. You know, so like I said, a lot of this goes back to hate and jealousy. Even on the internet, we see it all the time. We're still human beings at the end of the day. So it's very easy for somebody who only has 100 followers or maybe 50 people on social media to be dismissive and say that words shouldn't hurt you. Well, you're not out there enough for those words to really hurt you because nobody knows who you are technically on the internet. But once you put yourself out there and you start getting a base, Yes, you're going to have a section of the population who loves you, who supports you. But then there's always the detractors. There's always people, no matter what you say, they just don't like you. And that's life. They're always going to be there. But the difference is those words can trigger people. I've been there where people have sent messages to my DMs telling me to kill myself, you know, calling me everything but a child of God, accusing me of just bullshit based off of rumors, innuendos and speculation. But the people who fed into that were people who already had an issue with me anyways. So all they needed was just a little bit of fuel to basically jumpstart their their anger, their jealousy and their negativity. And that, I believe, is what logic is going through. It's not even so much what Joe Budden is saying. It is the seeds that he's planting for people who already have an issue with him based on nothing more than his physical features, based on nothing more that this young man looks like a white man as opposed to a black man. You know what I'm saying? And people are using that negativity that Joe is spewing to go and attack him. And it's very undeserved because he's very unproblematic. You never hear about him being embroiled in negativity. You never hear about him talking down about black women. You never hear about him, you know, going out his way to diss other rappers or look for attention or be disrespectful. But yet the hate that he gets just does not make any sense. And that's what really bothers him and conflicts him. You know, the Internet, like I said before, is a, is a whole different realm. And we have to stay prayed up, navigating through this worldwide web. You know, what I'm saying this is just another form of the Marine Kingdom. You know, just like you can't see the underwater world like that because it, because the underwater world goes so deep that we only know a, a small percentage of what lives in the sea it's the same with the internet we only know a small percentage of what is online and i believe that there is some narcissistic demonic mentally deranged people on the internet and they are here to be nothing more than agents of chaos let me also say this and this might be kind of deeper whatever for some of y'all but as somebody who comes from an it background you guys know that's what i did um in it okay if you ever worked on the Linux or the Unix system, which is an operating system, there are things that run in the background of those particular systems called daemons or demons, depending on how you want to pronounce it. When I was in IT, a lot of the guys would say demon just to like, you know, creep me out. It's spelled daemon, D-A-E-M-O-N. But a lot of people use the word interchangeably with demon. And basically, it's a program that runs in the background without any user interaction. So while you're surfing, though, you know, the World Wide Web and having fun and creating chaos and all that stuff, there are demons in the operating system that, you know, that keep everything running and flowing and things like that. They are initiated and controlled by special programs um, known as the processes. So that is why I always say that, you know, the internet 
coming from a technical background is another realm. It's another portal. And why of all things that we can name a program, why would we name a program Damon or demon it's just really that's always crept me out you know that's always been the creepy part of it for me um but i believe like i always say you know words have power and when you're dealing with the internet and you're saying things and you're spewing that negativity it's no different than in the real world it's the same thing it manifests the same way so that's just a little bit of IT tidbit for y'all who don't know. And I'll play this clip of this white man kind of explaining it because y'all know the white man's ice is colder, honey. When I say something, I'm just a batshit crazy black bitch. So let me go ahead and play what this white man has to say about demons, a.k.a. demons, that run in the background of all of our processors, especially when you're using Unix or Linux. This lesson will be about the Linux daemons or demons, depending on how you want to actually pronounce it. I tend to use them interchangeably, so you may notice that one time I'll say daemons and the next time I'll say demons. It really does depend upon your personal preference. Either way you go, people will understand what you're talking about. A daemon or demon is roughly equivalent to a Windows service is. So you'll find you'll have daemons that will run, for example, uh, as a sound service in the background, or um, specifically one I can think of off the top of my head is the DHCP. That is why I always say stay prayed up. You know what I'm saying? Be positive and take a break from social media when you need to. I think logic retiring and also, you know, trying to take a break from social media and the Internet is a good thing. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with protecting your energy. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to stay away from somebody that just exudes negativity towards you. You know, he'd be dumb to sit and listen to Joe Button's podcast for what? Especially when the man has done nothing but trash him over the years. So I don't blame him for saying, well, why would I know about his apology? I don't watch him. You know what I mean? That's common sense. There's plenty of people that I refuse to watch. Don't watch. Don't acknowledge. I don't like their energy. It doesn't mesh with mine. And I would never entertain their nonsense. So I think Logic did the smart thing. And I'm glad he's speaking about this because so many times we like to be dismissive and act like words don't hurt or act like because somebody's rich or famous or has money, that's supposed to soothe people, you know, dragging them and being disrespectful towards them and, you know, attacking them at the lowest common denominator as if they're not humans. I don't care if you're black, dark skin, light skin, mixed. None of us have any control on how we're born, the features that we come out with it's what god ordained for us you know so to make fun of somebody over something they can't control it's just crazy the stuff that i see and especially in hip-hop and it's sad you know so hopefully logic will understand that he's very much loved and that more people love him than hate him and that the ones who don't like him and the ones who don't think that he's black enough or that they don't think that he deserves the accolades let them they're going to think what they want to think either way. But I'm glad that he's gotten to a point in his life where he's found self-love, where he loves himself and he just wants to be a father and retire from rap. I think he's way too much of a sensitive soul for the demonic music industry. 
I believe that wholeheartedly. I think that he's one of those people. He's a very pure spirit. He he vibrates good energy. And I think he's able to do that because of all the negativity that he saw, because of the way he was raised, because of the things that he went through that he does not want to relive, that he wanted to break that generational curse. And I think Logic has done such an amazing job breaking that generational curse. Anytime you've seen Logic with somebody, the boy's been married. Even when he got divorced the first time, when he got with the new girl, before they had that baby, he was married. He's always pushed, you know what I'm saying, being in a faithful relationship, pushed marriage, you know, so everything is working for him. And I just hope that he continues flourishing. I heard that he's going to be doing, I think, podcasts now on Twitch or something like that. So good luck to him on that venture. He just sounded like a, a major deal to do that. I think that might be a better avenue for him than rap. Because at this point, rap is just about numbers and attention whoring. There's not a lot of genuineness in rap as there was when we were growing up. And I think that when you're you're a sensitive soul, it's going to be hard to gel with that part of the industry. So I think him retiring is a smart thing. You know, you have to do what you have to do to protect your energy and to stay away from negative people and negative entities, period. So anyways, that is the end of my podcast. Thank you guys for joining me on this good Sunday, honey. Hope you guys have an amazing day. And once again, I'm going to post half of this on YouTube so you guys can leave a comment over there. The rest will be here on the podcast. Once again, thank you so much for supporting Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely Tea. We've had over 1.4 million listens in less than six months. So that just amazes me every time. And I'm truly appreciative of everybody who's supporting the podcast. So I'll talk to you guys later. Deuces. I've been taking my time. I feel like I'm out of my mind. It feel like my life ain't mine. I want you to be alive. I want you to be alive. You don't gotta die today. You don't gotta die. I want you to be alive. I want you to be alive. You don't gotta die. Now let me tell you why. Thank you for listening to today's show. Make sure you join us again soon. For all the latest tea, make sure you follow me on my social media pages. Just put in L-O-V-E-L-Y-T-I on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.